program is intended for mature audiences. Welcome. What's going on, everybody out in internet land? This week, we have a guest on the podcast, a member of the band Forever Able. They got a single out now called Rescue You, and they also have their debut self-titled album, Forever Able. Go to iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, whatever digital platform you get your music on. Go check them out. Find them on YouTube. Do all that shit. Follow them on their platforms. You already know what the deal is, man. So without me running my mouth anymore, I'm going to just shut the hell up and we'll get right into the episode. Now we're going to start. I have Dan here from Forever Able doing the podcast good to be here so listen we're on a time schedule here it's a little bit tight we have some questions down we're probably not gonna get to all of them but this is the first guest spot that is live and in person which is a fucking good thing now in a perfect world i'd run video but fuck it it doesn't look good well no shit what have we got here? A fucking comedian. I admire your honesty. So let me just get right into the meat of this shit. And that's the other thing too, dude. All this is, I call it out. If it's cringy, whatever it is, I let everybody at home know that I'm 100% aware of it. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> it's a lot to walk into, dude. It's a lot. I know. But... If I'm, I'm just going to start off by asking you questions because I'm terrible at what I do. I'm just going to throw it all together. The band, how did all of you guys come together? Were you friends before? Did you meet? Yeah. Someplace? So, first, thank you so much for having me. My name is Dan Teller. I am the lead singer of alternative, the alternative rock band Forever Able. How did we come together? Um, it's weird because we had a, we had a whole nother. We've had about two and a half, if, if that's even a thing. We've had we've had probably I would say two full lineup changes. Okay. Um, what does that mean? Uh, two members of the band switching out, like some people left, some people came. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so basically, we started back in 2013, and. Um, you know, we kind of went our separate ways for, you know, after several years of, you know, of playing, to playing get... together and, you know, went our separate ways. I don't want to elaborate much further than that. You don't have um, to. It's fine. Yeah. Creative differences. Yeah. Oh. So, um, then I basically had a, a friend of mine who plays guitar and um, has always been asking me to come by and you know let's let's jam. So me and him got together and we basically revamped the whole thing forever able. So it's like you know our debut album's out right now. So it's uh, it's fresh, but at the same time it's something that's been in progress for you know quite a while. What I was gonna ask you was, and I don't have this written down, but. With members of the band changing, did the sound of the band change as people changed, or did you do you had this? This was the whole like the main puzzle piece of the band was there the entire time. Yeah, I mean the the songs that were already written like you kept the same like we 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 kept the same format of those songs. We didn't change from the format. However, some of the uh, other stuff um, 
changed slightly in in the sound of what the songs were, you know, to you know what what they are today. Because you know, some of them are on the on our debut album. Some of the songs are you know a few years old. So okay, well they're gonna be brand new for everybody that's exactly. going to hear it. Like the now you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think the single that you have is Rescue Me, right? Rescue You, yeah. That, see, I fucked it up. I'm thinking <laughs> of that Dennis Leary fucking show. Every, that, 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 that's funny because in our old lineup, uh, our, our, our bass player always said, Rescue Me, Rescue Me. It was his favorite song, but he said, he'll always say, Rescue Me, and he, he said the same thing. Oh, about shit. The, was it Dennis Leary you said? Yeah. yeah he's, he was like, Dennis Leary show, Rescue Me. He's like, that's where I get it from. So That's fucking hilarious. That's crazy, I better be careful before I get kicked out of the band, too. <laughs> That's, see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a bomb sound in there later, because that was a horrible, horrible joke. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna actually go on script for a second. You know, since we're, you're here on the podcast, this is different from if you're doing a show and you're in front of people. I know every band has a type of stage presence. How do you figure out what is yours? Where do you feel comfortable on stage? Like, is there a moment where it clicks and you go, this is this is where the position I need to be is on stage? Or does it just, you just find yourself gravitating towards a specific area or doing certain things? That's a good question. So, some people, some people say like that they're not nervous at all before they go on stage. I think that's bullshit, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe. I, I know that Are for, you nervous? for me... For me, when I am going up on stage, I don't get nervous until maybe about like the last like few minutes before I go up there. Oh, okay. um, but what I do is, as far as you know, what I do for stage presence when I'm performing a song is like I'll always take that 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 nervousness and just once I get up on stage and once I hit that you know that first uh, first note of the song. Um, I just turn that all into positive energy on stage. Whatever nervousness I have, I just let it all loose on stage. So, okay. So, do you picture the audience naked? Like, do any of those <laughs> things that people say that they do? Does that do, do people actually do that, or do you feel that you're just looking out at these people and you're going, they're here to listen to a band we're that band so I'm just gonna take this moment and I'm gonna run with it exactly yeah when you're you, it's the spotlight is on you when, when you're performing your song yeah you know so yeah so Ugh. absolutely it's like I'm taking this moment it makes me know? nervous thinking yeah. about it dude I can't imagine but as far as the just to backtrack as far as that question about have like do you you have to pitch it, envision the, the, yeah. the, the audience naked. Oh yes, I have done that. <laughs> I have done that. I, I will admit, <laughs> not, not not recently. But <laughs> so have you ever had? Have you ever had anything? Okay, I have to know this, and then I, I'll go back onto script. Have you ever had a like? I would imagine after being on stage for a while, right? Mm -hmm. What you're doing, the songs that are in your head, or it's almost like muscle memory. You're basically just yeah. rehearsing it in front of people. Have you ever had a thought in your mind where you almost slip out and say a word that doesn't belong because of something that you're thinking about? 
um, like getting lyrics wrong or something like that. Like to, yeah, to, but you know the song. It's not that you messed the song yeah. up, but your mind is thinking about something else, and you almost incorporated your thought into the set by mistake. I know it's an odd question, but yeah. <laughs> that's a that's an odd question. I don't know if I understand the question. Like, um, if you if like, you, okay, I could be doing the podcast right now, right? But instead of if I'm talking about I'm talking about pencils. For some reason, I'm thinking about pillows. And pillows, I go to say pencil and the word pillows comes out of my face instead. Now I have to address that. Probably really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Let's just fucking abandon the sinking ship altogether because that's just not not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Okay. The level of pain that I just sat through listening to that was excruciating like my god can you find a worse way to articulate a fucking thought holy shit dude i think the word you were looking for was a freudian slip that's even what it is i don't know um just continue what a fucking shit show What do you consider what do you consider yourselves as as far as the the band's sound is concerned uh, what category would you put yourselves in I would put us in probably a heavy alternative you know category um, growing up I I was six years old when I first heard smells like teen spirit and that that Objection! Dude, have you? Re- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be your time to talk, and I'm interrupting you because I'm a bad uh, professional. Oof, bad professional. Yuck. Have you looked up the lyrics to that fucking song? Yeah. It. I just recently did that, and it blew me away that something that sounds that good can mean absolutely nothing. But I'm sorry. Continue. He's he's brilliant, Kurt Cobain. He 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 was. A brilliant, you know, writer. So I mean, that that has always been Nirvana has always been my favorite band growing up. I don't I don't want to compare us to them. We're actually compared to a, a lot of different bands. Everybody, you know, um, comes up to us and says, "Hey, you know, this song sounds like that band, or this song sounds like that band." So I like that because I like to be original and. You know, it's not like I am. It's 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 our own. It's forever able. It's right. not. It's not whatever band you're comparing. It's to not Creed or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there are some songs that have been compared. Like actually, Rescue You has been compared to like you know Creed type of song, which that's pretty high compliment, I would think. But I understand from an artist's point of view, you want. You want to sound like you. You don't want people thinking that you're going out and trying to imitate somebody else when you're not. But the fact that they can reach into their mind and compare you to somebody that's successful, that has to be a good thing. Even though I know artists that are always like, dude, that's not what I sound like at all. Like, we're our own thing. I think really what it boils down to, like, the point is that, you know, for one, get the album, listen to it for yourself, and uh, I think you'll see that there is a lot of... um, you know, no two songs sound alike. Yeah. You know, it's it's like each song is its own. Well, know? since we're 
bouncing around. Where can people find the album? It's actually available on all digital platforms. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. You can go on Amazon. It's on Spotify. You can then, get it. <laughs> yeah. And then, do you have you thought you about have you thought about selling hard copies? Now, I know that sounds ridiculous because nobody probably does that anymore. But has, did that thought cross your mind when you guys were putting the album together? Um. Yeah, we're still gonna, you know. We're still going to eventually do the physical copies, you know, down the line. Right, just, just right now it makes more sense for it to be digital. Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, you, you brought out a, a good point, is that nobody's really buying CDs as much as they used to anymore. You can just get it on your on your phone nowadays. So, See, you know, so it does make a lot of sense just to be on those digital. I, would, I was going to say, dude, like I would imagine, like, when you go to do a show somewhere... That would be the ultimate opportunity to hand out maybe a single and be like, here, check this out on your way when you get home. And then in there, in the pamphlet where you have the album art, you can have the website where they can go buy the album to download it. But it's a different, it's a different world now. So do you have to work that into your announcements as you're going through your set? Um, yeah, I, I just, I just mentioned before we, before we start performing that, um, you know the album is available wherever it is We're on yeah. all digital platforms. Yeah, that that's what I what I mentioned to people. But you know that that's a good idea. And when we do, you know, eventually get some physical copies of you know our stuff, we'll we'll distribute that way too. That would be cool. It's not a bad idea, dude. Yeah. That, I would definitely do that. Yeah. So the one question I had when I was putting all of this together and. Just whenever you whenever you want to cut this and run, just let me know and I'll do it. Every I'm sure every band has like a dream tour that they would go on, and I mean other artists that you would tour with and or venues that you would like to play in. Do you have Do you guys have that list? Um, can we do past or present? Dead and alive. When, whenever, however you want to do it. One thing I'm never going to shy away from is how how big of a fan of Nirvana I've always been. Um, if I could have, you know, toured with toured with them and, yeah. and and picked Kurt Cobain's brain a little bit maybe on the tour that that would have been awesome. It seems I don't know, dude. It seems like he would be. I don't know if he would be the kind of guy you could get in a conversation with, just because it seems like. As wild as he was, he seems like he would be a very, uh, I don't know what the fucking word is. You know, where they keep to themselves. Like a reserved? Uh, yeah, like a real yeah. reserved kind of guy unless he was trying to prove a point. But I think it would have been interesting to be able to see what goes on in a mind like his. Mm -hmm. That would definitely be awesome. Mm, I don't know. I've just, I've just noticed that people expect expect more of a thematic angle with with our music you know they always want to read into it and before i was just using pieces of poetry and just just garble just garbage you know just stuff that just would spew out of me at the time and a lot of times when i write lyrics it's just at the last second because i'm really lazy so and then i'm i find myself having to come up with explanations for it you know so i thought i'd you know prevent that this time and, and actually have an explanation for some of the songs at least a music tragedy when he when he passed away it so. sucks but you know Doug Stanhope 
made a pretty dark joke about it where he said that he is actually glad that Kurt Cobain was dead because he loved his music so much that if he still would have been alive right now, who knows if he would have sold out and he would have fucked the music up and broke the guy's heart. So at least now, even though it sucks that he's dead, he can always have that music is forever there. Nobody can take that away from him. Yeah, I heard... I, I read an article that he was actually uh, planning on transitioning into, like, softer music. Really? I yeah. thought you were going to say something completely different. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> I look at me. I look like an idiot. Yeah. Just no, that, that, that would have been interesting. I mean, there was... there He... Do you think he, his he, wife he wrote did a lot of good good stuff like as far as soft like something in the way on Nevermind like about a girl you know he wrote so it, it I would be in, interested to have been if, if that was even possible to have seen you know what that would have sounded like Do you think his wife did it Um I prefer not to say I don't want to get into that, really. They rip apart you and Courtney. They love, they love to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but, um, you know, we're just, um, I don't know. I guess, like, my ego could be talking right now, and I could say, well, we're interesting people, you know, but I think we're just easy scapegoats. It's just, you know, it started with something, and then, you know, people just pick up on it and carry it along, and we turn into cartoon characters, and... That, that there were some things that were off about his his death. Right. Um, oh, it conspiracy. Be, it could be a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Right? Maybe you're not that dumb. Maybe yeah, it's, no, a, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think he he, you know, is there a conspiracy? I I, I don't. There's know. room for a conspiracy, whether it's true or not. We have no idea. We weren't there. That's yeah. basically what I was just trying to find out. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to pin anything on the lady. She's probably dealt with millions of people. And his deal, that's not what this thing is all about. It's about your yeah. band, and it's about right now in 2019. Yeah, and, and, you know, Courtney Love is actually someone who I respect musically as well. You know? She does music. She was in a band called Hole. Hole, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I was looking through... I was looking through old bands the other day. I came across Garbage was another big one. That was I was actually I, I've actually been listening to a little bit of of uh, of Garbage. It's crazy, recently, yeah. dude! How different music is from then to now. Like, do you? Okay, I have to imagine that you must be pretty happy with the way that music is right now, in the sense that everything is done on a computer. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really putting the elbow grease in to make songs. I feel like that would separate you from a lot of other artists. Is that something that gets talked about in the studio when you guys are going to record a record? Hell no. I mean, we just we just have fun playing our instruments. You know, we have fun. We we write our songs and we just jam out, you know. Um, you know, I, I think music has... You know, it's good nowadays with the, the it being a digital age where, you know, n- nowadays you just have one thing go viral, viral and you're gonna and that's it, t- yeah, take off. You're you know, good. that that's so much different than what it was, say, in like the days of Nirvana. Like, you know, much different. As far as the other question, I'm not sure. Like, uh, are you? 
is that difference between like hip hop and like rock and roll music like uh, hip hop is trash now yeah but I mean like do you guys what I mean by that is do you got when you guys go in the studio do you like say to yourselves alright we see the way that everybody over here is doing this if we do it this way because we're putting so much creativity into it at the end of the day you're happy with what you're doing whether it mm-hmm. sells a million records or whatever the case may be at least you can be proud of that yeah. Where I mean, I know you're in the band, but as an outsider looking in, I would look at that situation where I don't see how a lot of these other artists can be happy at the end of the day with their product because they're not doing a whole lot to make it what it is. The uniqueness of you guys getting in there. How many people are in the band? There's four of us. Four? Think about that. Four different people. And for anybody who out there in internet land that is like myself who is not in a band, if you've ever tried to make a dinner date with one other person, you can see how hard it is to actually get plans to follow through. I want to punch myself in the fucking face, dude. To get four people involved in one project and then throw instruments in on top of that, it must be a nightmare. Not to put a slight on anybody in the band, I'm saying the the situation in general. It's it's funny when I'm writing a song, yeah. I actually record everything digitally, just pressing buttons on GarageBand, what? and I just I'll have all the instrumentation and lyrics written out, you know, um, on GarageBand, and then I'll, I'll I'll send that as a a scratch track or a reference track for when we're ready to really bring in all the real instruments. So it's funny you, you asked that question because the way I I write songs is like similar to what you're saying. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, I mean, the cool thing about that is though, like you can, you send the whole blueprint out. The blueprint, yeah. And be like, look, check this out, dude. I got it. And the good thing is that the vocals are all lined up with where the instruments need to go. And now if, if somebody... Say the now you playing. I know you playing. Is it bass or guitar that you? Play? I I play rhythm guitar. Okay, and, and so, I sing. Now you have the you send the blueprint out, right? Does the bassist come in and go? Okay, I have an idea. We could throw yeah. this in there too. Yeah, there's no in in Forever Able. There there's like no such thing as um, like restricting one's creativity. All four of us are free to do whatever we want in the song. You know, as long as it fits, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as it's, you know, obviously it's going to be in key, you know, all all that (laughs) stuff, you know. (laughs) Um, But as far as that's concerned, when I send a reference track over to them, like they can do whatever they want with it. Right. That they can be like, oh, well, I I think this sounds better. So I'm going to do this instead. So now have you had that happen where you send over one thing and when they bring it back, it's a complete different hybrid of what sounds like a whole different song? Like it's made a new life for itself i think my questions are broken i don't know why for some reason however i try to put it it sounds like it doesn't make sense fucking holy shit man this is rough yeah well the the recording process takes some time so it's it's not instantaneous like all right we have this reference track and now all right let's grab our instruments and you know go hit this and go hit the student record it now it's you know, recording is a lot different than that. Like, cause we'll have this is a rhythm guitar and scratch or scratch rhythm guitar track and scratch vocal track day. 
Okay, so that means right, that so, you're putting the good the rhythm guitar down and the vocal is down. Yeah, but that that, that track goes away. Oh, that, that means you're getting rid of it. Yeah. It's, okay. It's just in case you're wondering, I still have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. I'm just playing along so that he can hopefully say enough things for my dumbass to piece it together. That's that's what's happening. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> it's basically just the um, the scratch rhythm and scratch vocal, um, so that then, when it's drum day, the drum. Gen- his name's Jangus. Our drummer can go in there, and Jangus is a badass name, dude. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at my job. It was I've never met anybody named Jangus, but he sounds like a bad motherfucker, man. The kind of guy just walks into a room and goes, "That's right, I'm here. Bask in the glory that is me." Look at it. Bask in the gloriousness. Oh! He's from Turkey. Of course yeah. he is. And and I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. He's. He's a badass on the drums, that's yeah. for sure. But you know what? He's like the nicest person you'll ever meet in your life, like when you talk to him. Really? Why fucking wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? Where did you pull out? Why, for some reason, do you see this guy as like some sort of a fucking monster for? Why? Why? Because he's a fucking a drummer from Turkey. That makes a whole lot of fucking sense, retard. I don't know what the fuck. And for some reason, I picture this dude like like a guy out of Metalocalypse. You know what I mean? Just like a, a big, bad motherfucker that just like, you know, eats smaller drummers. Uh, hey, Turkey, look inside of your basket. Guess what? You're in such a crappy mood. You have ladies' tampons. On side of it, and you buy them for yourself. Go have a conversation with all the ladies and tell them your problem. He actually went on. T- he he was in a, a famous band in Turkey. Actually, get the fuck um, out of here. Yeah, uh, his his band name is called Duman. Um, in Turkey, and they they were doing very well in Turkey. They were touring and everything in Turkey. He was. He was famous, and then then he he moved to the states. Do you think he wanted to do it over again, or was it just like, all right, I've, I've done everything I feel like I can do. Now it's time for me to move on and try something else. I don't know that that musicians have that in in us to just to, to just say, all right, that's it. I'm I'm putting you know the the music aside now, and I'm gonna look into something else. It's it's more than just a hobby. It's more than just a like a job. It's it's actually part of you. Like, right. you you can't, you just simply cannot get to a point where you're not writing something. Right. Where you're not playing something on your guitar. It's just, it's who you are. It becomes who you are. I'm not going to speak for, for Jengis on, a, like, why he moved to the States, you know? That was that. That, that so, was that. And he basically, he has, you know... He has. He's a, an incredible producer too. He actually produced our album for us too. So, well, since you brought up producers, is there is there somebody? And I do want to get back to the studio thing in a second. But is there a producer out there? If you can pick, maybe a handful. Maybe there's one. Is there a producer that comes to your mind and go, "I want our band to work with that person." Because of the things that they've done in the past, or maybe even currently doing. And I can't really say there's any one producer that I've I've said of that that you I've need to work, to, with. to work right. with. You know, I mean, as as Forever Able continues to go, maybe in the like, future, well, is there somebody? Yeah. Is there another band? Is there another? Here you go. Is there another local band? 
that you may have come across that you've thought about doing a collaboration with? And you don't have to say any names or anything if it's you want to keep it under your hat until you figure out what it is you're going to do. Not trying to uh, derail any plans that you might have, just curious. There are many artists uh, along the last few years who I've, I've uh, collaborated with and, and done stuff with. You know, I've, I've done things on like hip-hop records. Yeah. I've done rock and roll with other artists. So are you... Are those things out and about for people to find them, or is that something you're kind of like, well, those were just fun little side projects to do, but this yeah, they were just is mainly, the main focus. The main focus is Forever Able. That there's there's nothing recorded from any any of that stuff. Actually, there, there's some stuff recorded, but I don't I don't know how to how to put it out. There. Yeah, I don't know how to put it out there as as of right now because it's it's just it's so old. Like it's a it's a thing of where I'd, I'd actually have to. Look to go find these recordings that oh I have. Oh my god, dude! So, I'm happy that there was that all of this around when I was a kid. Yeah. Forget it, dude. I'd never come out of my house. I'd yeah. lock myself up somewhere and never leave. So, okay, you mentioned the studio before about how certain parts of the song may get scratched. And I've always wondered this about a band. When you guys go in, does every person record their part of the track separately or do you guys all go in at the same time and record the track yeah, when we go in the studio by the time we get there i would have already had the scratch rhythm and scratch vocal done okay so everybody's already had that they've already heard that before we go in so now they put so, headphones on yeah. and then they play along with what's already there and generally our drummer would go first and he would Lay down the drum track. Okay. You know, and then... And then the bass follows the drums or whatever it might be. Yeah. Just, you know... That's interesting. And then at the very end of it, we would go and erase the scratch rhythm and scratch vocal. Because that's we, basically the one, yeah. two, one, two. Yeah. Okay. And then I re-record re it as the official recording. That's so interesting, yeah. man. That's crazy to see how it evolves from all of that. And then yeah. you get you get a song, dude. Of course you get a song. I mean, you're not going to get a baby. <laughs> You've listened to some of it, right? I've listened to some of it, yeah. I have listened to some of it, and I have to say, you know what I mean? I, I like it, dude. It's different. I'm not going to sit here and... Didn't even finish my thought. What I meant to say was I'm not going to sit here and say that it's my favorite thing in the world when it's not necessarily the type of music that I would listen to. That's the thought I was trying to say, and I got sidetracked. As you can tell through most of this podcast, I'm all over the fucking place. My apologies. Leave it up to me to ask a stupid question and not realize, like, <laughs> hey, asshole, you can play the fucking song. Why don't you do that? <laughs> By the time this is out, the single's already been out. But what was the inspiration behind this song? Do you want to play it?
Pause it real quick because we're getting a little bit. That's about halfway through the verse, I think, right? That's the first verse, and then there's a pre chorus coming up. Okay, now if you want the rest of the song, go and get the motherfucking album, goddammit. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what you're doing with your life, man. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go and buy another mumble rap record? Is, is that what you're gonna do? Don't waste, don't waste your time. Go get some. And hey, as, as you're sitting there listening to this podcast, you could open up another tab and, and go and purchase the album. That's true. Open that tab, hit Apple Music, search Forever Able, A-B-E-L. It would be under Alternative. The link for that in the iTunes store will be in the description for the podcast on every platform. So make sure you check that out. Dude, I was <laughs> just going to say, Laughing at Birds is on... Where? iTunes, Spotify, all these places. You can easily, while you're listening, just minimize that tab and go cruise around in iTunes, bro. Forever Able is there. And if you really if you really want to be a lazy fuck, it's, some of it is on YouTube also. But don't be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you want to go make the effort, man. Make the effort. Don't you want to support people that are actually doing things that appreciate... The landscape of music. I got some balls talking about mumble rappers, and I just said landscape instead of landscape. What the fuck? Rather than make in a mockery of it. In a mockery. I actually said that. I meant to say making a mockery. Listen, man. Between me and you, I, I don't care if you don't like what I have to say. Because that's what makes all of us different. If all of us like the same shit, everybody would be running around the world with face tattoos and tight jeans and nothing would be interesting ever. We don't want that in our lives. That's why Forever Able exists. That's why we're doing this podcast because these are the things that are... These are the things that are important. Again, I trailed off and did not finish what I started saying because once again I'm fantastic at what I do where's the decision come in I want to go a little bit deeper with these vocals and then I'm going to just kind of let it smooth out for the rest of it I don't know what the technical terms are but I noticed how you kind of you went a little bit deeper with your voice was that because you were trying to are you trying to drive that particular lyric in in, in that moment or is it just for aesthetics, like the way that it sounds? I mean, I just went in the studio and just let it rip. That, that's that's why I just went in the studio and I just basically just did that whole thing. So, so you it, do it what comes natural. I'm not forcing that. Yeah, I'm I'm not forcing the way I'm singing. Right. Well, no, yeah. not that you're. It's not that you're forcing it. It would be that I fucking suck at what I do <laughs> because I'm having a hard time. It doesn't matter. You gave your answer. I'm going to shut the fuck up. So you guys are just basically doing like local t- shows. And right shit. now we're just doing local shows. 
And uh, you can you can catch us at, at Fubar August twenty fourth. Um, that's right. That's where the Blackbeard's Cave is. Oh I, shit! Yeah, the shows where they will be playing aren't small, but they are also local. So if you happen to be in New Jersey in the Ocean County area. Blackbeard's Cave, the address is 136 Atlantic City Boulevard. That's in Bayville, New Jersey, 08721. Now, obviously, you can hit their Facebook to see when it is that those concerts shall be taking place. But I realize now we didn't throw the address out there. For anybody that may come across this, and wants to go and check them out, make sure you look at the dates of when they'll be out so you can go and see what they're all about live. Yeah. So you, you can catch us uh, August 24th uh, at FUBAR. We're opening up for um, another local act, um, Johnny Pipe. I've oh. heard of them. I see their yeah. bumper stickers around yeah. everywhere, dude. They're real big in Seaside. They put on a sick show. They, they really do. You know, and uh, they're, you know, they, they let us open up you know, for them and stuff, you know, at the, uh, when we go to FUBAR. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're there right now, just local shows. We just got, we just got done doing a show last week, um, in Ocean Gate, actually, um, right, right there on the beach. So, you know, we had a good time. Which, dude, I mean, anybody that knows anything, Ozzy Osbourne didn't just magically wake up one morning and have a huge band and a reality show, or you could use, like, somebody more relevant, maybe, that somebody that's not 70 years old might know who you're talking about. Like, I don't know, for example, like, who's who's big now? Okay, Little Nas X or whatever the fuck his name is, right? He didn't wake up one day and call Billy Ray Cyrus and go, I got an idea for a horrible fucking song that's going to do <laughs> wonderful because nobody cares about music anymore. What do you say? No, he started in his local syrup circles or whatever it is that these mumble rappers hang out at. So that's what, that's what this is. You start... From the ground up, you work your way up. For anybody that wants to know where that is on the map, if you've ever seen this show, Jersey Shore, it's probably 10, 15 minutes away from there. You can look this shit up, bro. Food bar. Go find it, and you can ask around. People know. By the way, our our show dates are also posted on our social media accounts, too. I should have asked you. I, You know what I completely forgot? A website. Dude, you guys have a website? Um, we have, right now we're just using Twitter, um, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, to get the plugs in for their social medias, because I didn't ask him to plug it, I'm going to do it now. I should have my apologies. The Twitter handle is at number four ever able a-B-E-L number one. That's the Twitter. Instagram handle is forever underscore able underscore band. Pretty sure, right? Yes, that's what it is. And I will link everything in the description for everybody on the podcast platforms and the YouTube channel so that if you want to go and give them a follow. The Facebook at Forever Able Band. 
you can find them again across all platforms smart though you know why because that's where every fucking buddy is at the instagram you know what i was we were talking about this the other day which i think will be fucking sick dude and i'm not an artist maybe i'm not sure but i think it would be cool if you could get the perspective of the band from somebody in the audience and take clips of that and put it up on like Instagram and shit. I think that would be awesome. Well, one thing we always encourage at all of our shows is everybody to go live on Facebook. Really? Yeah, that's what we always encourage. So does it? So I'm assuming that the flash like it doesn't it doesn't um, words. It doesn't bother you. Bother me? No, not at all. A lot of times, I'll ask you, I don't notice any light coming out of their phones anyway, so... You're totally in your own shit. Well, I I think I'm just... um, Basically, technology is not my... (laughs) my, I'm not great at, at like, all these new gadgets and stuff coming out. You're technically illiterate. Yeah. Which, in the technical... So am I. So am I. If you see this dinosaur that I'm using... It's definitely not recent. This thing is from like... Do you have a sound effect for a dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get one. Don't worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> if you know anything... Bro, all I do when I... What I do, I will record a podcast. I'll listen to it. And then I will go and hunt down sound effects to throw in and put in there. Especially ones that make me sound like a... Like when I, I said something bad a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? That that's on me. That's my jelly donut. I need to own that now. So I went and grabbed the clip from Full Metal Jacket. So dinosaur is definitely gonna go in there. That's my favorite part <laughs> about doing this podcast, man. Everybody wants to be so fucking serious all the time. Look, you're gonna fuck up, bro. Just own it. Be happy with it. Who fucking cares? Just be yourself. Instead of going. You blow, okay, you're, Danny Teller's pretending to be somebody that he's not. And then Forever April blows up. Now they're on Good Morning America or wherever the fuck bands go. I'm, as you could tell, I'm not in the loop of these things. But, you know, now you're on there and for whatever reason, you've gotten comfortable. And now something slips out of your mouth that would never come out because your persona is you're this clean-cut, nice guy. Everybody in the world is shocked. They don't know what to do. At least with this, they already know. They already know. So it's either you leave it, you take it, or you leave it. Yeah. Okay, so we covered we covered a lot of shit, actually. Mm-hmm. But... It's been a great conversation. This is this has been a, lo- a lot of fun, actually. It, de- dude, it really it's been a while since I've had somebody since I've had somebody on and in the in the room because it's, it makes it easier because I can read your I read your face I can see yeah. what's going on versus over the over the Skype it wasn't using cameras so you can't I have to just kind of rely on the tone of their voice when people start doing that oh no it's okay don't worry about it like alright I, be, I better fucking wrap this shit up real soon so we'll we'll finish up with two more questions we'll say with the full length album how many tracks are on your album there's 10 songs. Okay, and how many tracks 
when you go to put the album together, how many tracks do you have that don't make the cut? Maybe because you want to put them on another album, or maybe you just like, you know what, I want to work on this a little bit more. I don't feel like it's where I want it to be yet. Yeah, you just work on, say, like 20 or 30 songs. Right. And once the album's ready to go, you, you know. Then you like, just narrow just, it just down. Just pick out the best, you know, the best ones and, and the ones that aren't ready yet you put back off to the side put back off the side and keep working on them so now does everybody in the band say I don't know if this how in my head when you say that I imagine because I'm old you rip a CD with like 30 songs on it of rough drafts and the whole band sits there and you all go okay you have like a you have like a little meeting almost where everybody jots down their opinions on each one and then at the end of the songs you come to a conclusion of all right this this is why we're getting rid of this and this is why we're going to keep that is that how it works or am i completely off no that's that's pretty pretty much what happens it's, you know these songs make the cut and these ones don't beautiful Oh, and hey, you know, by the way, before we move on, um, you did ask me a question earlier about, the, like, what Rescue You was about, and, you know. <laughs> uh, dude. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you having me. <laughs> I appreciate the, the platform. I really do. Okay, I gotta I gotta address this, because I, I have to say, the fact that he called me out on not giving him the opportunity to answer a question that I asked him makes up for all of the fuck-ups that I've made during this entire podcast. I'm happy that he was comfortable enough to be able to call that out, and I'm leaving that part in just because I want I want you guys to be able to see like how shit really works, that it's really not perfect. And I enjoyed the fact that he went along with it and he seemed to have a good time doing it. So, you know, there's that. I mean, that was really funny. I have to give him that though, dude. I'm I guess I would have felt like shit if I would have found out after the fact that he wanted to say something and just didn't feel comfortable enough. It makes me proud in a way that he can come in here and be okay to be able to do something like that. After the music kicks on for when I end it, I always leave a clip at the end and I cut out where he called me out on not giving him the opportunity to answer the question and I'm sticking that in the end. Normally, I don't even address the fact that I do that, but I thought it would be a good way to end it with just that and let the thing go the way that it did. So, uh, whatever. You see what I'm trying to do. But can I get a... This is the commercial for the, for the <laughs> album, too. Can I get a fucking answer off, please? Instead of you asking me a million questions, I'm sorry. It's so, not the inspiration for the song was, in your own words, though, though let me... I'm going to shut up at you guys. Yeah, because I was, I was going to address that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, basically, you know, the song is, uh, is essentially about, you know... God is talking to somebody. I woke up in the infirmary. They had already done operated on me. I come pretty close to dying. I had 280 stitches holding me together. And, whew, 
I was hurting. I didn't know you could hurt that much. And still, they had me in leg irons and had me handcuffed to the bed. You can believe that. Now, as I laid there, I heard this voice just as clear. Couldn't have been no clearer. And the voice said, if it were not for the grace of God, you would not be here. Man, I tried to sit up and look around, but I couldn't. There wasn't no need to know how, because wasn't nobody there. I, I mean, there was somebody there, all right, but wasn't no need me looking around to see if I could see him. You don't think this is a strange kind of story? Yeah, I do think it's a strange kind of story. I got to say that is one way of looking at it. I got to concede that. The point is, Professor, I ain't got the first notion in the world about what makes God tick. I don't know why he spoke to me. No, I wouldn't. But you listened. What choice would you have? I don't know. Um, not listen. You think he goes around talking to people he knows ain't going to listen to him in the first place? You think he got that kind of free time? We have another song like that on the album as well. You know, so essentially that was that was what the song is about. And with that said, though, any anyone who hears the songs is going to be able to draw their own interpretation from, from any of the songs. I, I write them about a topic, and I'll address that topic, write it, and then, uh, you know, I, I basically leave it for the listener to... To interpret. Know, to interpret their own way. So is God like a, a heavy influence in the band itself? Is is that... Where, not what you're uh, trying to do, but... Okay. You know what I mean? I'll just cut to the chase. Like, we're... Forever Able is not... A Christian band, right? Oh, that's yeah. what I was trying to get mm. at. Yeah, we're we are not a Christian band. We're okay. um, we're just a rock band. We're we're just having fun. You know, we're we're just we're just trying to write songs that are catchy and and fun to sing along to. That's it. Um, but with that said, I write about a plethora of topics. You know, you know. Things that I, that I'm dealing with, or or whatever the topic may be, something someone else is dealing with, or uh, sometimes I'll I'll write a song from the point of view of somebody who's going through something, and like write the song about that person. Mm. So it just so happens that yeah, rescue you is essentially a Christian has a Christian message in it. Okay, yes. with that but with that said, you can interpret that. Not anyway, to be a Christian song. You can interpret it however, and that's how I kind of like to leave when I write, like to leave things open. Because I took it, I took it from the perspective of it being in like a sort of a relationship kind of a deal. Okay, like this yeah. guy is saying, like I'm, I will, I'll get you away from all of the, you know, there's, there's an articulate point somewhere in my mind. It's just not coming out of my face at the moment. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. So. Is there any other questions? That's that essentially what the music. When when we get the music video going for Rescue You, we basically have a whole script, you know, planned out for the video, and it's. I don't want to spoil the video, but it's you know. But the point is that there is a video that is coming. Yeah. Soon. So let me pull the. Now this is going to be, I assume, will be released onto YouTube. This is already. Uh, what, when the music video's done, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we'll release it to YouTube when the video's done. All right, now, listen, it'll, it will be released on YouTube. However, if you want to stay up to date with the latest shit that Forever Able is doing, 
follow their Twitter, which would be, I know there's a four in your, what's your handle? Yeah, four, number four, ever, able, one. Okay, and to spell it is A-B-E-L, right? Yeah, it's A-B-E-L. Because I spelled it, I spelled it wrong. A few times I had to realize that you were like, dude, you you completely fucked that up. But you didn't say that I I put that in my own yeah. words. But the reason we spelled that way with the el is because of biblical Abel, you know, Cain and Abel. Oh, and that's, that's actually how. I, and that's that's why we're forever able with an el. Oh, you know, I so would never know. The that. name actually has a you know a uh, a biblical tie to it as well, but. But yeah. it's not a, we're not a Christian band. We're just you know it's it's um. So you find it difficult to balance those two things? Like okay, we're not we have Christian influence, but we're not a Christian band. Do mm-hmm. you do you find it difficult to toe that line in between the two things? Because I mean, well, the the thing is to toe, toe that line. Like not I don't want to confuse anybody, but. I don't, I don't write to be in inside one box or one genre. Like, you know, I I write. You write whatever. Whatever I whatever I want to write, I write. Right, I just, but that's what what I meant by that was yeah. the way that the people who listen might take it because you could have a group from the Christian band community mm-hmm. that will come over and be like, oh, okay, this is a Christian group. But you're not versus other people who just listen to whatever music. And I don't know how much of a crossover there is between the two, if there is even at all. It's a, I mean, just the Christian market itself is a huge market in I itself. So can't even imagine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, there are going to be fans like that uh, of us, you know, and, and that's cool. That, that's awesome. Like, so if, if that's that if you're that kind of fan who may have that Christian influence and likes one of our songs because you interpret it as a Christian message, then that's cool. You know, just, you know, just putting it out there um, that, you know, we're, we're just a regular rock band, you know, just having fun with these songs, you know, just having fun. Well, not that you would be opposed to anybody that goes and buys it, obviously. We'll just be clear about that because some fucking idiot is going to try to take it that way. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, I guess it would be fair to say that you guys, while you may not be a Christian band, you are Christian friendly, right? Would that be a fair yeah, thing to absolutely. say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll just admit it right now. I, I am a Christian. Well, dude, you better calm down, dude. <laughs> you better calm down. I hear them coming. Good. God, man. At the same time, I I don't feel like you if if you are a Christian, like, do you want to listen to music where you're just being preached to? Right. You know that would. So I feel like that. Would I be I don't mind Christian music at all. But it's not your go-to. No, it's it's yeah, because we we're not doing Christian music, so you know it's not not my my go-to. I mean, do I listen to Christian music? Absolutely, I do. But I listen to everything as well. Right, so, I would like. Do you, I'm gonna ask you a question. This is more personal, and then we can wrap this up because I know you probably have to go. But I don't know if you. I feel like 
I like to be around people who hold the exact opposite opinion of me. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is be in an echo chamber where it's like, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It seems like you're, do you, you agree with that? Like you feel, it seems like you're in the same way as far in and outside of music. Like you don't, you don't want to make, and it's not a slight on anybody who does make Christian music, but you don't want to preach to somebody because if they want to be preached to, they can go to church. Yeah, right. a- absolutely. You know, I also understand the importance of listening to that you know that music and filling your mind with with good thoughts absolutely right. you know and and you know positive things that there there is a power in that and in, in feeding your mind positive things so yeah i mean we're we're not a religious band per se we're not not you know we're we're just we just have fun i we just want to make catchy catchy songs that's it just have fun you know when I'm on stage, I'm actually smiling while I'm singing, so... That's awesome. I mean, it would suck if you fucking hated it, right? That would be terrible. Well, look, man. I mean, the single, Rescue You. Rescue Rescue You, you is out. I got it for me. Yay. I did it right. The album is out right now. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, fucking anywhere music is sold on a digital platform. You can go and find it. Forever Able, A-B-E-L, go on their Twitter, number four, Forever Able, Instagram, Facebook you said you had as well, go check them out, follow them on all of their platforms, because if you fucking don't, we're gonna have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So go do that shit, dude. Dude, that would be be something... (laughs) Some of that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's definitely... This is definitely a fun thing to do. When you... When you get the music video put out, if you want to cut a promotion, more than welcome to come back whenever you want. Even if you want to send it over the fucking phone. I, I think that... I would love to come back because this has been a lot of fun, man. That's it's awesome, been, dude. It's been really cool. <laughs> he's doing a guest appearance for us. He's not coming. Guy around. knows humor when he hears it. Oh, look, I won somebody over finally, so all you haters can see. I see that dog keeps a pitching them, and I keep a ducking them. How you like that, bitch? <laughs> I'm making friends. Fuck. I right. gotta, I gotta so. end it cringy. Well, no. Do you want any last words? Any last yeah, words? actually, you know, again, just you know, I just want to thank Laughing at Birds for for uh, giving us this platform, and uh, this has been a lot of fun. I want to thank everybody for listening, and um, hi mom, all of our fans <laughs> listening as well. Yeah, yeah, hi mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to you know send a special thank you out to you know to everyone who who has listened to this and um i hope our 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 fans have maybe gotten to know know us a little more and and maybe get to know me a little more and and um yeah so uh like i said this has been a lot of fun and i look forward to coming back and don't forget to look up the uh the album forever able oh what's the album called platforms it's just a self-titled self-titled debut so if you just search forever able I think on Amazon, if you if you search "Forever Able Music," you know, and you'll you'll it'll it'll pop up. So I will make sure that I put do the links do the links of 
where you can find the album on the multiple platforms in the description for the YouTube and all the other places so that if you want to go check it out, you can just click it and it'll be right there. And also, last, all right, last thing, Reverb Nation, you're on as well. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, that, that's that's a huge one. You know, thanks for remembering to bring that up. That's We're actually, uh, we, we peaked at number three. Oh, we're, shit! We're still... And the the chart is still. I mean, we're still moving on the chart, so we could even you know possibly move move up. But we basically out of ten thousand song submissions on Reverb Nation, you're number three. Yeah, on their top forty. So we we landed on the top forty out of uh, over ten thousand song submissions with Rescue You. Damn. And it started off at number twenty seven on their top forty out of ten thousand submissions, and it's just climbed ever since. It's it's all the way up to number three, so... Okay, so how they get there would be ReverbNation.com slash ForeverAble, like, or they can you know, find... Can they find it in the top 40? Is that, like, on a front page? I'm not sure. I, I Honestly, it's, it's a chart, and I just continue to receive notifications in my email on that chart. So I, I can take a look at that chart. Good know? enough. Good enough answer for me, dude. Well, other people have to be able to look at it too. If if I can, right? Know, if so. you can see it, other yeah. people can see it somehow. Otherwise, you yeah. know, you wouldn't be at number three. Yeah, that would only make sense. Look, you're smart. You know what you're doing, man. Go and fucking check that shit out. This has been a really good time forever, Abel, again. And I'm going to bang you over the head with this for a while. So you better go and fucking do it. Because if you don't, I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> Next Saturday, I will see you. What is it going to be about? I have no idea. We'll figure it out when we get there. Dogs as subtle as a hand grenade in a barrel of oatmeal. Now, um, off the record, you asked me about the inspiration behind like rescue you and stuff like that. Yeah, and I never got to answer it. You could always, dude. You should totally. So, you can, so I can plug that now, and you can paste that to where it needs to be. Or? No, 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 no. It's not what we're gonna do at all. Yeah. What's gonna happen is you're gonna go, hey, like literally what you just said to me. Just say that and then address it. Call me out on it. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Right. Because people, if you don't, people will people will call me out on it later on. Like, dude, you didn't give them the chance to answer the question. Yeah. So, okay. Right. Go ahead. Back on. Yeah.